Live from the Morongo Casino Studios, it's the Heidi and Frank Show on 95.5, KLOS, and KLOS HD1. Heidi and Frank Show is now joining us for a very special treat because we have uh, Chase Elliott on the show with us. Hello, Chase. How are you, sir? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, hanging in. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, we're looking forward to uh, February 5th. You're going to be out here in Los Angeles for uh, NASCAR's Bush Light Clash uh, inside the Coliseum. Did you participate last year? I did. Yeah, I did. That was the first time we, we've done the Clash out in L.A. Last, uh, was last year. So nice to, bring, nice to be bringing that back. And, um, yeah, it should, be, it should be another good show. Looking forward to that. And then, obviously, you know, Daytona is just a, a couple short weeks after the, the Clash. So it gets, gets rolling in a hurry. Yeah, if you're not uh, familiar with NASCAR, Chase Elliott is the golden boy of NASCAR. He is mm. he is awesome. He's everybody's favorite driver, right, Chase? <laughs> oh, I don't know about everybody, but <laughs> well, except for the guys <laughs> it you drive. On who you ask. Yeah, fans yeah, of the guys he drives. On who you ask. Yeah. Well, you're mine because I recently, I mean, last year, last season, I got into a NASCAR pool where it's like you got to pick a driver, and that was your driver for the whole season. And I wasn't really familiar with uh, NASCAR that well, and so I was sitting at the bar, and I was like, so uh, who do I pick? I don't really know anybody. And, and this this guy at the bar, Larry, who's a big fan, he's like, well, Chase Elliott's pretty good. And I'm like, I'll take Chase Elliott. And then you kicked ass. I, I won so much money. Thank you, Chase. <laughs> Hey, well, good. It sounds like you might need to, you might need to pick me more often. Maybe we'll do, maybe we'll do that. Maybe you were good luck. I don't know. Exactly. We're we're, we're, all qu- we're quite you. a team, Chase. <laughs> Love to hear. You're part of his pit crew, Frank. Yeah. I also won money on uh, the Georgia Bulldogs. How about those guys? How about them? They uh, <clears throat> they made it happen. That was, you know, if you weren't a Georgia fan or. Um, or I guess, yeah, really only – if you weren't a Georgia fan, it probably wasn't much fun to watch. But for those of us that are, it was uh, – I was certainly okay with it. It was it was good to see. Glad to see him uh, go back to back. Oh, yeah, and it was just a beating, too. It looked like men yeah. playing against boys yeah. out there. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, Would you say were, when they played they like a high school team? <laughs> yeah, it looked like the high school team was playing Georgia. Yeah. I was like, it's sad. But, but yeah, yeah I, I took Georgia uh, in the over, won money again. So maybe it is. Maybe you are my good luck charm, Chase. Um, maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, see, if you don't know, Chase is such a good driver that he's the only guy I think in NASCAR that could ever get third and still win the race. What does that mean? Happened last oh, season. Yeah. Happened last season. He was <laughs> he got third, yeah. and I thought, oh crap, I lost this one this week. And all of a sudden, it's like, nope, there was two disqualifications. I think it was Danny Hamlin and Kyle Busch both got disqualified in the one and two spot, and you ended up winning. and You got third. Hooray! I know it was it was such a such an awkward thing and and honestly one that it's like everybody talked about us having five wins last year it was really four and a half I don't know <laughs> that I would I don't know that I would give it five maybe four and a half you're gonna put an asterisk quarter but yeah it's uh you know a, a kind of an unprecedented thing in in NASCAR but not necessarily in motorsports I mean there's other forms of racing that you know, do a, a post-race tech type thing I've been, you know, uh, uh, familiar with or a part of um, in the past where it's gone the opposite way for, for me, too. So mm-hmm. been on both ends of that. But, yeah, definitely not how you want to win. But, um, yeah, I guess to just add that add that half mark to the, to the win column, we'll take it. 
as far as like the the technology and the cars and advancing, you know, year after year, is is that that particular racing move that uh, I guess seen for the first time actually put into real life uh, action was Ross Chastain when he when he basically did that Nintendo move on the oh. outside and just pressed mm -hmm. against the wall and ended up qualifying for the for the Cup Finals. Is that something that you think is going to be implemented <laughs> as like a, a regular move? Oh no, I don't. I think that was one and done. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think that'll happen again. It was, uh, you know, just something. I guess that the the sanctioning body just wasn't wasn't prepared for. It, didn't really know how to enforce at the time. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think you'll see that again. Probably not. Um, it says here, like, in your downtime, you like uh, just sitting on the lake, maybe wake surfing, mountain biking, and, and you also fly a multi-engine instrument. Uh, you're a rated private pilot. Um, you know, I, I, other professional athletes, when they sign their contracts, and you, know, you have a contract with Hendrix Motorsports, they usually say, you can't do any other stuff that might hurt you because we need you to do your job on, on Sundays. Is that not in the contract with Hendrix Motorsports like NASCAR? You can go out there and mountain bike and do whatever you want and risk injury. So, I mean, it seems extreme. <laughs> yeah, it's within reason, within reason. You know, we, we try to be. Uh, we try to be responsible in, in the things that we do, but also at the same time, you know, some of those things you mentioned are, are opportunities to, you know, try to stay in shape. And, and I think that's where you have to find that balance, right? And and try to push yourself in, in new areas, but, you know, also try to stay in shape and make sure, you know, the job at hand on Sunday is the most important thing, which it is. And, yeah, I think we all kind of understand that. But, yeah, within reason, I guess, is the best answer. I guess people don't think about that, Chase, but, you know, You've got to be an elite athlete. They think, oh, they're just driving a car. But for, I mean, looking at your picture and seeing, you know, you in your jumpsuit, it's like you've got to be an elite athlete. It's it's like uh, it takes a lot of muscles even just to steer the car, I right? Mean, I mean, look at the physique on Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> oh, yes, Frankie Nunez. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Coming into car, a race car driver. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, uh, it, it's hard to explain to people, yeah. I guess, because, you know, a lot a lot of guys get super offended when you know people don't consider NASCAR drivers athletes. I don't really claim to be an athlete. I don't think I'm the most athletic person in the world, um, but I do think there is definitely a quote unquote racing shape. Like there's just there's just not a lot of things that really compare to it. You're you're in an extremely hot environment for you know, three or four hours, your heart rate is very elevated, but you don't have a lot of physical movement, you know, per se. So it's just a very, it's a very odd thing, but it kind of comes down to just hydration, how well you can, you know, retain water and, and how you can, uh, you know, manage that over the course of well, a hell, I a can retain water, I guess. Get me in a race. Uh, summer day. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. Chase Elliott's on the phone with us. He's going to be in NASCAR's Bushlight Clash this uh, on Sunday, February fifth, the LA Coliseum. You said like manage your retention of water. Have you ever had to break water inside the car because you just had to go? <laughs> hey, I, I am I am very proud to this juncture of my career. I have not had to I have not had to make that happen. So wow! It's, right. uh, for, fortunately, you you're it, like I was saying about the environment being so hot. It's it, you're, you're sweating, sweating so much that yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, typically you can't yeah, typically you can't drink enough uh throughout throughout the day. You can't hardly keep up with what you're with what you're sweating. So yeah, yeah. it's um, have you ever had the bubble guts and have to like rip one in the car? I mean 
<laughs> I, I've, must, I've been fortunate, I guess. I, I can probably say no to both. He's got a good chase. He's got a good diet. Yeah, he's, he's got a very, he's, very you know. good diet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not eating bean soup just before a big Sunday race. No, I just saw a story the other day. Some NASCAR drivers now have to wear flame-resistant underwear and socks. Oh. Is that new? Yeah, you know, uh, somebody sent me that the other day, like, making a joke about it. That's been around. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where. Um Maybe it was optional, but most everyone, most everyone wears all of the the fire protection you can get uh, get on. So that's nothing new. But uh, I think fire protection, though, great, great headline. I don't think much comfort level new. with fire protection. I yeah, think it it's like scratchy. it's like itchy and scratchy. So it's like putting on you know it, fire retardant underwear is like it, asbestos balls. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, it's not. It, it's really no different than just regular clothes i mean yeah. i i can't tell a difference so yeah it's they not, should probably not just sell them to everybody think. then everybody should wear fire retardant underwear why not yeah. why not seems like it should be, safe. be extra safe sure why not <laughs> chase i got a question for you real quick do you have any like pre-race ritual that you go through is there something that you have to do before every race that kind of gets you into the mood honestly no and, and racing is such a unique thing because we have you know our fans have so much access to to the to the garage to pit road all the pre-race ceremonies you know it it is uh we're basically you know racing is is part of the time being a driver and then part of the time you know being a being a partner and a a spokesperson to to our sponsors and and all of those things lead up so close to the race it is very difficult to kind of disconnect and, and get your mind right really until you get in the car. We do a lot of our prep work throughout the week and and the night before the race and then really all morning leading up to the event, you're busy taking care of your partners. And, so and Chase, not sure even a pump up song? And, Chase, you don't even have like the MMA fighters come out and they've got no. their they've got their walkout <laughs> no. song. You don't have no, no, no pump up song. No. Wish I did. Damn. Now, when you're not on the track and you're just driving your daily driver around, do you have like a, a souped-up, you know, car, or, or is it just, uh, just you know, just a regular old you nice drive, you, you drive, yeah. you know, speed limit, no Malibu. big deal. Chevy Malibu. That's what I imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, uh, I, I'm just, I'm a five-over guy. I'm, I'm a very conservative driver on the road, believe it or not. So, yeah, it's, uh, I, I got a ticket there early on when I was. You know, 16, 17, somewhere in there, and that pretty much did it for me. So, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had any fender benders with people, and you get out of the car, and they're like, oh, my God, Chase Elliott? <laughs> uh, no, I, I, not that. It's pretty safe. Frank, mind, he's a good really. driver, damn it. <laughs> he's a good driver. It's family yeah. business. That's I right. mean, he got in it. His uh, dad, uh, Bill, was in it. So if this wasn't a family business of uh, being in, in racing, what would Chase Elliott be doing as a, a, if anything else was available? Yeah, that's a that's a often asked question and, and one that I I don't have a have a ton of uh, you know a re- probably a really good answer. But a lot of my family you mentioned the flying thing. You know, a lot a lot of my family is, has been in aviation over the years. My dad flies. I have uncles and and aunts that fly. It's kind of um, one of those things that you know a lot of us are into. So maybe something in that area, but. So, so if I, had I don't to guess, know, we'll cross that bridge when I we'll cross that bridge when I get fired. How about that? <laughs> you ain't getting fired. No. You know, if I had to guess the last movie that Chase Elliott saw, I would guess based off that answer, the last movie was uh, Top, Top Gun Maverick. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I did. It was a great, great film. I thought they did 
I thought they did really good with that. And just got nominated for Best Picture for the Oscar right. nominations. So when they actually do the movie, the Chase Elliott story, who plays you in the movie? Ooh. Oh, man. That's tough. You know, Tom, I mean, you're, you're talking about, you know, Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. Tom Cruise wouldn't be a bad wouldn't be a bad option. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was uh, he was pretty good in Days of Thunder, so he's got oh, a pretty right. good uh, right. he's got a pretty good reputation for you know, motorsports and 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 all those different things. So he wouldn't be a bad option. How many times have you watched Talladega Nights? <laughs> you know, you I'm just I'm not big on Talladega Nights. <laughs> I can't say I've watched it very much. <laughs> just for some reason, didn't not a big Ricky Bobby fan. It's all right. You know, uh, we, we got uh, Deep Cut Dennis on the phone. He wants to ask you a question. Anyway, we can. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll answer that. All right. Hey, Deep Cut. Hey, good morning, everybody. Say hello to Chase. Good morning, Elliott. Chase. Yeah, one of my favorites. Uh, big fan of yours and your dad's. Been watching NASCAR my whole life, pretty much. Done a little driving, even. So my question is, your opinion on this new car, particularly the wheels with the uh, you know single lug nut. Yeah, no, that's a good question. It, you know, the car has definitely taken some getting used to and, and honestly very unlike anything I had ever driven prior to last season. Um, so it's been definitely, for me personally, it's taken uh, quite a bit of a learning curve to, to get comfortable and get to where I feel like I need to be, not even sure that, that I'm there yet. But um, the single lug side of things, you know, I, I think it has its pros and cons. You know, the problem is, you know, before you could miss a lug and you still still had four tight, right? Now you miss one and yeah. you don't have any on. So it's oh, uh, it, it's it, it's a it's a fine line for for the pit crews to to navigate and, and for NASCAR to police. I think it it can be you know a difficult thing there, but uh, it seems like throughout the year it was getting getting better and and you know teams are getting a better understanding of it. So. It kind of is what it is. I, I don't make those decisions. And, and they made this change because they wanted to make it uh, quick, quicker in and out of the pits? I think they just made the change because other you know, other forms of racing uh, have that style of, of lug uh, for, for the wheel and tire. So, you know, I, I think it's just one of those things, just trying to keep up with the times, um, to be honest, probably more than anything. Um, but you know, the type of racing that we do at the type of tracks that we race at with the banking that we have and the loads, it's kind of unlike any other racing in the world, honestly. You know, mo most of the series that have those single lugs that, that he was referencing race on, you know, road courses or places that don't necessarily have banking or have those uh, mm -hmm. high heavy loads on the vehicle for extended periods of time. So it's just what we do is a little bit unique, but um, we've all been learning together and seems like we've landed in an okay place uh chase hey, Chase. yep deep cut what do you want hey, hey chase <laughs> it's, De it's dennis's uh, uh, show now like <laughs> <laughs> yeah deep deep cuts out uh when you drop down on that diffuser what's that like when you say that one more time when when you have a flat tire and you drop down onto that diffuser in the oh, rear, yeah. what does that do to your car it, it it destroys it. Um, that that is, that. uh, that's what I thought. That ends your day. Yeah, that that little thing might not look like much, but I can assure you that when that piece of the car gets damaged or or you you scrape a, a bunch of it off, just the the aero platform and the aero uh, aerodynamic security that it gives you is extremely noticeable. 
Um, so yeah, unfortunately, having a flat tire can can damage that, and and when it gets damaged, you're you're pretty much you're pretty much done. Damn. Wow. Thank you, Deep Cuts and uh, Chase. I know you got a busy day ahead of you. So Wait, I got, can I ask him one more? Ask question? him one more question. Okay. How many Hooters wings can you put down? <laughs> oh man, I feel like I feel like I can at least get get fifteen. All right, on a, good. Good call. On, on a good one day. sitting yeah. there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reason. Well, I know that he goes to Hooters quite often. Oh, he likes the Hooters? He likes the Hooters. Is a sponsor of his. So yeah, he doesn't love Hooters. Uh, Everybody cute. loves Hooters. Everybody yeah, loves Hooters. We've got good memories there. Yeah. <laughs> and he's the Napa number nine. That You'll see him out there. And uh, good luck. We're all rooting for you, in, Chase. In this season, I'm sure you're going to do great. He's got 18 NASCAR Cup Series wins. And you had, what, 4.5, you say, <laughs> last season? <laughs> but, uh, but we'll be rooting for you, Chase. Thanks so yeah. much for joining us on the show. And I do have a pair of tickets to the return of uh, the NASCAR for the Bush Light Clash for February 5th at LA Coliseum. If you'd like to win those, just be caller. Uh, let's do caller nine since he's the number nine. Perfect. We'll do caller nine to win those tickets. Chase, Chase. Elliott, thank you so much for calling Thanks, in, buddy. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. You too. You too. Take care. Look at that. Damn, he's just like the cool, cool cucumber. Yeah. yeah. Just... Like I said, he's Golden Boy NASCAR right yep. now. Everybody loves Chase Elliott. Uh-huh. So, and if you can make yeah. it out there. It'll now we're all Chase Elliott fans. It'll be something to see. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah start watching it. Yeah, now that you I know wanna... Chase. You'll be watching. Yeah, Info exactly. And you'll, and you'll get into it. It like, changes things. Before you started watching it last year, I was like, I don't, I don't understand the big deal. Right. And then right. I get in, start watching. I'm like, start, yeah. hey, this is a big deal. Uh-huh. This is cool. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, your buddy Scott. I mean, he he's all into it, right? He runs what he doesn't yeah, run he, NASCAR. Yeah, no, he worked. He was worked for NASCAR. He's a he's a a race director for Formula One. Formula One, that's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look at you. Friends yeah, we were talking about places. them being athletes. I was like, yeah, I grew up in Indiana. I was going to say if I didn't, but I grew up in Indiana. And so, you know, Indianapolis 500, Indy cars. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the 70s, my favorite driver was A.J. Foyt. Right. And you wouldn't look at him and think, great athlete. No. no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I was like, how the hell did he squeeze <laughs> in that damn thing? He was, he was like muffin driving. Special cage. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Great stuff. <laughs>